Welcome to the new and improved Brother Lovers podcast. We had 11 episodes about the reality show Big Brother, and we learned that was a bad idea, and hey, why don't we not do that anymore? So now we've changed up the focus, and the show will be about any and all brother-related topics with one specific topic addressed each episode. This week's topic, Blood Brothers. The show also has a new host, me. Our old host was great, and many people said he was the best part of the show, so we figured we'd change it up, because fuck that. Now I'm the favorite. Resounding (laughs) silence to accompany that remark of great pompousness. (laughs) Before we get started, I gotta introduce my co-host. This first little buddy is a Pisces. He's single. He's about to graduate from college, and he's good at playing video games a lot. <laughs> Please welcome David Cotton. Hi. What a great welcome. Thank you. <laughs> All my best attributes in one sentence. All yeah, three it's really what's important about you, I think. You also got a haircut. Another... You're listening, you can't see it, so I don't want to make oh, people yeah. upset. It's, uh, um, it's a little bit shorter if you're listening. You can trust me on that. <laughs> David, you have a biological brother, which is one meaning of blood brother uh, that we're not going to be discussing today. Have you ever seen your brother's penis, and could you tell us that story? I wish I could say yes, but I'm really, I'm really glad I can't say yes, actually. <laughs> okay, no, this is shocking. You've never seen your brother's penis? Have you, I mean, do you have a brother? Yes, and, and yes. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know where it would have happened. Like maybe I don't when, know where it wouldn't have happened. Young. What are you talking about? <laughs> like it's not like we're showering together. It's not like we're changing in front of each other. So I don't know how. I feel like you're saying that like that's what was happening with me. That's not what was happening with me. It's right. just like sometimes someone wants to like pee and leave the door open because I don't know. Maybe they hope their little sister sees their dick. I don't know why he did it, but it happened and I saw it. More than once. How long ago was this? This is clearly burned into your brain forever. Um, it happened so many times. <laughs> uh, so, but the last time he was probably fifteen or something. <laughs> oh God! Oh, I choked on the memory. <laughs> Uh, now it's time to introduce you to my other co-host. He used to be the host, so if he sensed tension between us, it's likely because I stole his job. <laughs> this special boy is a musician, he's a cat lover, and he's also a bath lover. Please welcome my BFF, Andrew Glotworthy. Yeah, hi. Yeah, a real cat lover, considering like a minute before the podcast started, my cat jumped on my computer and knocked it all over, and so I kicked it out of the room. Uh, yeah, and you were playing a song for us when your cat did that. Uh, you were pretty upset that that song got messed up when the cat stepped on it. Well, yeah, I was rocking about? out. I was trying to get into the zone. Like, some performers have a ritual. You know, mm-hmm. like, come on. Yeah, ritual, bro? I do. And what I like <laughs> to do is I like to listen to the great stylings of Papa Roach. And I was trying to share that with you in an attempt 
to kind of have some solidarity between us. It's like, hey, I'm sharing my ritual with you. Let's all ritualize together. I think that was a really cool thing that you were doing, just to give her, to get her acclimated to the role of host. It's something that you built. You built that role yourself. Yes. It was a way of passing the baton if the baton was forcefully taken from me, <laughs> insisting that I was no longer responsible enough to hold the baton. Um, okay, the song was Blood Brothers by Papa Roach. It was appropriate. I'm really glad you're playing for us. It was very sweet, even though we only got through the first minute and a half of the killer guitar or whatever. But To be fair, it's a great intro. It says so much without words. Yeah, I feel like you're ready for the voice. Like, by the time it comes in, you know exactly what it's going to sound like. <laughs> Very aggressive. Um, Andrew, you have two sisters and no brothers. You don't make this easy. <laughs> if you did have a brother, what do you think he'd be like? I don't know. He'd, <laughs> he'd, be, he'd be the opposite of me. Uh, like, very athletic. And very, very successful and in control of his finances. I bet your brother would still be the host, too. Yeah, I know. Oh, jeez. My <laughs> life is falling apart. <laughs> well, I'm glad you don't have a brother to compare yourself well, to, then, because it sounds like he would be just above and beyond, just so much better than you. Just, like, how are you going to... How are you going to feel good about yourself when he's in the world? So I'm glad you only have sisters. I mean, it I doesn't a... take much. I was in the grocery store the other day, and I saw a jar of peanuts, and I envied Mr. Peanut. Well, okay, what did you want? His top hat, his monocle, what did you want? The guy's clearly rich, or at least he puts on the airs, but still, I can't afford a top hat and a monocle. And then to be so confident as to be fully naked, apart from those two accessories... <laughs> Except for the white gloves, of course. You gotta Mickey Mouse it. <laughs> you think he might not really be rich, though? That's what you're saying? Like, you think he might just be pretending? Well, honestly, confidence is key. Um, you don't really need to have a lot if you act like you do. And um, mm. that's, that's, you know, a kind of philosophy that you can apply to your interactions with all of your friends and, and co-workers and uh, romantic partners and God. Speaking of that point, um, how successful has your MRA book been? Oh, my men's rights activism book? Yeah. Oh, David, it's just flying off the shelves. Um, I, I, see, I, I, once I had finally saved it as a PDF from my Word doc, um, I sent all 13 pages to Amazon.com, and, and they put <laughs> it up. And um, so far, I've made 13 cents from it. Wow. And, uh and checking the trackers, it's all coming from uh, reddit.com slash r slash the red pill. So I'd like to thank my red pillies. Okay, it's a little so, early for shout outs and like, let's just save it. Okay, so guys. Could I interject with a question quick, Val? Um, uh, I guess so. A, a good, you know, back in the day, if I were to say this, Andrew would say, of course, I would love to hear your input. So just a hint for your hosting, you know, just the experience. Mm -hmm. Just keep that in mind. Hmm. Um, I don't think Andrew, so. Andrew, if you did have a brother, how do you think you would accidentally see his penis? <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm a very, like, open person with people that I'm close to. You know, I imagine I would see it in the normal routines that I would experience with the close male figures in my life, like you know, my best friends or, or my coworkers in showering together. Okay, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Okay, so we're talking about Blood Brothers. There are multiple ways to go with this topic. There's a musical, there's a band, and there's just a concept in general. We're going to talk about all of them. Uh, but first, we're going to talk about the concept. Ooh. A Blood Brother is made by taking a blood oath that symbolizes sharing the same blood with someone. This can come from each brother cutting their finger, hand, or farm and pressing the wounds together. Um, or putting your putting drops of your blood into wine or milk and drinking it. Uh, and milk? <laughs> yes. Mm, yummy strawberry yes. milk. Uh, the Hungarian hashtags used milk so you could see the blood better. Imagine the latte art. I just have to say, if it could be Oh yeah. Red, wow. I would gorgeous. do like, I would do like Bill Murray's head. I bet I'll get to the front page for sure. <laughs> sure. <laughs> um, yeah, I feel like if if that were something you were capable of doing, people would be excited about it. But this reminds me of when a friend of mine used to always, we would be out stealing things. And there were things she occasionally would go, no, I'm not going to steal that because I could make that. I'm like, okay, but you're not going to. So I don't really know why we're talking about this. I feel like that's the way it is with you and Bill Murray latte art. I used I mean, to work in a coffee shop, and I never, I never grasped latte art, but I would always really try, and I would oh go no. for the really intricate things. <laughs> like I would try to make like a dragon, and oh, I would just like boy. pour the milk in, and then like take the thermometer and like kind of try to draw a dragon <laughs> in the top of the coffee. Yeah. Oh wow! Yeah, I don't think that's how you do that, really. Um... <laughs> That's huh. But you didn't ever try to just like make a heart. Oh no, you gotta shoot for the stars because one because either way you'll land on the moon. <laughs> <laughs> Were people ever standing there watching you put a thermometer in their drink? And just, like, <laughs> it took so long. <laughs> It took so long to make their freaking cappuccino. Like it was done two minutes before I handed it to him. It's cold now. It's also maybe unsanitary. I don't know. I don't think people like that. Oh no, it's it's like a cast iron pan. You gotta get all the flavors of the previous drinks from the thermometer. I mean you didn't need to taste the thermometer after each time though. <laughs> but, but, but it's oh, my compliments to the chef. The dip wet the ink. Um, you guys know this I thought was um, interesting it says even the tradition you know the, that dumb thing that happens in romantic comedies where the couple like puts their arms through each other's arms and then they drink wine or whatever you know people like, wrap their arms around and like drink wine sure. yeah it says that's like believed to be a representation of becoming blood brothers oh, oh really mm -hmm. so they romantic. just cut that part out of the movies then <laughs> yeah yeah, does committing a does committing a blood oath involve pouring blood down your collar? <laughs> Why do you say that? Because they get wine everywhere. In my experience. <laughs> oh, oh, you've tried to do this. My guess is that you were too drunk when you tried to do it, well, or maybe it's this is like attempts. 
Okay. I'd like insisted, angrily insisted that we not stop until we really nailed it. Oh, it's someone who's really not invested in the action. Oh, that's right. And then she has to drive me to get my stomach pumped, and that's romantic. (laughs) I've never seen that parodied anymore or anywhere. I mean, just a terrible attempt at people interlocking arms and spilling all. I love that idea because who really knows how it's done? Like first try, you're like, I've seen this in movies. I don't remember how the arms go. There's no one who's getting it right first try. <laughs> um, have either of you ever become Blood Brothers with someone, even as like a kid or something, or do you remember wanting that? I remember wanting it because I think in maybe it was elementary school, we watched a movie called Indian in the Cupboard. Indian oh, in the Cupboard. Yes, of that, course. Didn't, didn't they become Blood Brothers in that? Maybe they did. Am I just maybe, like maybe I think I'm? I think I might have had the same experience. Yeah, and I feel like that's my that was the first thing I thought of when I remembered Blood Brothers, and it was just like, why did that happen in that movie if that is what happens? But it's fucked up because the Indian's really tiny, and so they cut each other's <laughs> they cut each other's fingers. But then the little boy, when pressing his blood in, he puts too much blood into the Indian, <laughs> and it all sucks in, and he's just <laughs> full of blood. Yeah, he puffs up like a tick. <laughs> oh, poor dude. Oh, my God. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, my God. Yeah, I. that was a good movie. You ever see that one, Valerie? I did, but I do not remember it. So <laughs> Maybe. I, can't. I bet it didn't happen. <laughs> I don't know why. That was the movie I thought of when I, I remember seeing be, someone becoming a blood brother as a kid somewhere. Maybe it was another Western movie that I had watched mm. on TV, and I mixed that in with Indian in the Covered. Well, what kind did you want to do? You guys wanted to do the finger prick? Because oh, I wanted to do the, like, cut the fucking hand. Oh, like, cut the wrist and press the wrists against each other. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm sorry to do this again to you guys, but I do know a guy who, like, fell in love with this girl, and they were like, let's slit our wrists together, like, as a bonding thing. And and um, when the guy woke up in the morning, the girl was dead. Oh, my God. So. Jesus Christ. Well, brothers, Brother Lovers is off to its usual start. Hey, I'm still the same old Valerie. <laughs> yeah, I, um, I definitely really wanted to become Blood Brothers with someone. I feel like I may have done some attempt, but I also may have just pussied out and done, like, the spit in your hand. You know what I mean? I feel like that's, like, the length <laughs> way of doing that. But, but the other person wasn't looking, so they actually cut their hand. And so they just put their, put their spit into their bloodstream. <laughs> I mean, bad. if you could do it by spitting, I've definitely become blood brothers with a lot of people, just because I would always do that, shaking people's hands, just spit on my hand and shake their hand. Oh, yeah, well, that's what makes a good handshake. Right, you gotta get the grip and the suction. That's right. I want to hear, like, a a satisfying pop. That's the only way you can make good fart noises, (laughs) right? It has to be a little moist. Right, and it's hilarious, and then you get to bond because you're laughing together. Um, is there anyone in your life currently that you guys would like to be blood brothers with? Actually, let me tell you first about the Scythians, okay? These people 
limited dudes to being Blood Brothers, only three people at a time. So it was like a really serious thing, and people really wanted to be Blood Brothers. It was like all about um, loyalty and friendship. So a lot of these um, oaths wouldn't come about until after the people like knew each other really well. It was like this like long courtship, and then you were like engaged um, as Blood Brothers eventually. So knowing that you can only have three, can you think of three people in your life who you'd want to be blood brothers with, or is there anyone who you're kind of like in that process of courtship with? I don't really want to be blood brothers with anyone, but there's a guy who really wants to be blood brothers with me. Hmm. My freaking Uncle Julio needs a blood transfusion. And no. Like my family keeps calling me, crying, begging me to do it, and I'm just like, leave me alone. Like it's my blood. It's gross. Blood's gross. Right. That is kind of gross to share. I hate seeing needles, and especially when they're like attached to sick people. Like yeah. the two grossest mm-hmm. things in, in the world. It's like get that fucking needle away from that person. Yeah. Hey guys, I have a good joke that I feel like goes with this whole topic. What do you call blood that isn't yours? <clears throat> Nacho blood. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I love it. Do you love it? That's so yeah. good. Okay. Good. <laughs> uh, could I say my three people? Mm-hmm. Uh, well, Please. I want to first say two of them are talking to me right now. You guys, I want you to be my <gasps> oh, blood siblings. David. Yeah. Ooh, that's so sweet. And um, if you check your mailbox, I have blood in your mailboxes. <laughs> you can go do it now on, on cam with me. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's, it'll be like perfect like since we can't you know we can't hang out together in real life so this way at least we can be there in spirit well okay but we didn't send you our blood unless Andrew did you send him your blood Uh, I said I misunderstood I sent him something else (laughs) Hmm. oh okay Um, well you can be half brothers with me right (laughs) where we just have your blood and our man you don't have any (laughs) I have two choices for my third. You know, I thought it was four until I heard the rule. Um, it, one of them was going to be Charlie Sheen, but the recent news has kind of dampered that one. <laughs> um, Did he actually come out as HIV positive? Yeah. Oh, poor Charlie. He's a hero yeah. now. Yeah. <laughs> my other choice would have to be uh, one of my favorite musicians of all time, J- Jacoby Shaddix, uh, lead singer <laughs> of Papa Roach. <laughs> Uh, I would love to listen to him sing while we shake hands and become blood brothers. Oh, I love it. That's a great idea. That's so sweet. I like that you really put thought into it. Yeah, and I mean, David, he's a, on, he's a pretty obvious choice because he doesn't give a fuck if he cuts his arm bleeding. Exactly. <laughs> and it's just, I've grown up listening to it and idolizing being blood brothers with him. He's a really good guy. I follow him on Insta. <laughs> yeah. I, what have I, you learned about him on Instagram? Oh my god. Um just his favorite Panera sandwiches, you know. Um <laughs> Oh, which is it? Which is it? It's the you'd be surprised. It's a uh, roast beef asiago. No, it is. Oh, Shut up. my yep. god. Okay. He doesn't get the mayo on it. Can you believe that? He says no mayo. That makes no sense. Okay, does he get like mustard instead? Yeah, he asks for it dry. So he doesn't even want like the moist roast beef. <sighs> Wow. Okay. I don't know if I like this. I don't know. Okay, David, like, 
as your future blood brother, I have to say I don't like the idea of you hanging out with this guy who wants a dry roast beef sandwich on Asiago. Like, what the fuck? That doesn't make sense either. I feel like that's also his doing. I don't think that sandwich comes on Asiago. You, you just have to get to know him. Um, follow, I'm the moderator of r slash Jacoby Shaddix. So if you if you really follow... <laughs> Not the Papa Roach subreddit, but Jacoby Shaddix <laughs> has it <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It's mostly the Instagram post, but it keeps it nice and organized. Wow, so I should check that out just to get to know him a little better. Okay, all right. I mean, I know what you mean. You're saying he's misunderstood. We should give him a chance, but, um, you know, it's not it's not your job to save him. I don't know if you think that becoming blood brothers with him will make him feel like, oh, someone's actually here for me or something or whatever. It's not It's not your responsibility. I know. It's, it's just since he broke up with Stephanie last month, I've just been feeling really down, and I want to be there for him. Wait, Stephanie, the subject of scars? Yeah, r slash Stephanie. <laughs> wow, she got the whole Stephanie subreddit? <laughs> wow. I got it. I was an early adopter, so I was able to, the second I found out they were going out, it was like, I got to get on this, r slash wow. Stephanie. Yeah. Does anybody else ever try to like slip another Stephanie in there? Like, like, like they post a how rude meme. Oh <laughs> yeah, exactly. There, are, I I am in kind of feud with r slash uh, Stephanie Tanner's subreddit, so mm-hmm. I have had some issue with that. But mm-hmm. you know, we banned him, we shadow banned him, so we're okay now. Well, that's a relief. Yeah, good. I was worried. <laughs> okay, guys, you have anything else to say about the concept of Blood Brothers before we move on to the musical? Ooh. Um, Um, well we didn't get Andrew's blood brothers he said he's not interested in it he said someone else wants to do it with me I don't want to do it with anybody like he was very like full of attitude honestly I like blood (laughs) 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 so now we're going to move on to discussing blood brothers the musical the play follows fraternal twins Mickey and Eddie who are separated at birth One raised poor, one raised rich. They meet in childhood, not realizing they're brothers, and they become blood brothers. Mickey is poor, so of course he turns to a life of crime. Eddie is rich, so his life is great. They fall in love with the same woman as adults, and Mickey gets to marry her, which is unrealistic, because remember, he's the poor one. Long story short, they find out their brothers and almost immediately die. You guys, this play sounds dumb. <laughs> now, I'd love it if I could get a little taste of the play from you guys. Andrew, I think you'd be a great Eddie because you look like a rich guy who's got his shit together. And David, you'll be Mickey. And let's not analyze why you're a better <laughs> fit for that character, Okay. Uh, what's what scene? Where is this taking place, Valerie? I don't fucking know. Uh, <laughs> I think it's like let's okay. They have a big confrontation at the end. You want to do the confrontation? Mm, absolutely. <laughs> it's in a courthouse, okay? So Mickey finds out his wife has been talking to Eddie, and he's like, "Fuck that shit!" Am I so Mickey? So he comes there. You're Eddie. I'm oh the rich one. Ha ha, hello. No, Mickey's the poor one. 
Okay, so you are Eddie. Mickey David comes into the courtroom oh, where Eddie. where Eddie is working, and he's like, "I got a gun, and this is bullshit." So Lord, don't steal my they... lines now. <laughs> no, these are my lines. <laughs> no. You do not have the gun. I Andrew. have the gun. You I are Eddie. You don't have gun. a gun. You're like a nice, rich dude with a great job and no wife. But why were you talking to his wife? I don't know. That's something we'll have to figure out. Are you I'm guys ready out. to go? Are you going to narrate for us? <laughs> no. Yes, please narrate, Valerie. Please narrate. <laughs> I think it started. Okay. All right. Mickey. Burst into the courtroom. His gun is in the air already going. Mickey, head on in. <laughs> Eddie, what's this I've heard about you talking to my girl? Whoa, whoa, Mickey, take it easy, bro. No need to be firing that thing into the air. Why can't I fire this into the air? Pop, pop. I can do what I want. <laughs> whoa, bro. You trying to... Sh Wait, do we know we're brothers? <laughs> I don't know. Sure. <laughs> What, you trying to shoot down our dead parents from heaven so they can come make peace between us because of this recent revelation that we're brothers? I'd hate to tell you this, buddy, but that's all a dream. So you gotta give that up. You gotta put that gun down, and you gotta give up your life of crime. You don't talk about our dead parents, okay? I cared for them, alright? I watched them until they were... 20 pounds! I don't know. You're bringing up some weird memories, man. They deteriorated till they were 20 pounds? Man, it's fucked up, man. 20 pounds collectively or each? Each, of course. Come on. It makes no man, sense. Man, that's just like bone. Why, why didn't you feed him, Mickey? We cut to a clip of their parents sitting in bed like the Charlie and the Chocolate Factory <laughs> grandparents. They haven't moved in months. <laughs> Go back to the courtroom. Don't you remember what they look like, Eddie? Yeah, they were they were old, and they were literally and Dad had a mustache. Up. Not anymore. He cut it off because it weighed too much. It was pushing his head into the pillow. Oh no! It was caving his head in. <laughs> the weight of his mustache was was burying its way through his skull. He had grown that mustache for years, man. <laughs> The mustache must have been 10 pounds on its own. That's fucked up, bro. And when I say bro, I, I mean real bro. Because we're really brothers. Bailiff bus in. Seems like you guys are starting to work things out. I don't think so. <laughs> he shoots the shit out of a Bailiff, why? <laughs> Nothing happened. Why? No, you don't bring a gun into a courtroom, okay? <laughs> My biggest regret was being... Shot by the bailiff. <laughs> I wish I found out if he was talking to Linda or not. <laughs> oh, yeah, we love him. <laughs> Best one to ever find out. And the play's over. That was really great, you guys. That was really great. You know, I know I said I thought it seemed like that play was a piece of shit, but I think I'm wrong. So, guys... Well, Matt <laughs> Besser would be proud. <laughs> I think so. This play is a musical, so it does feature many songs, including Marilyn Monroe, Marilyn Monroe Reprise, Marilyn Monroe 2, and Marilyn Monroe 3. Happy 
birthday, Mr. President. <laughs> if you were to write a musical about Blood Brothers, what might you title some of your songs? You guys have any ideas? Well, it'd have to be a cover of Slayer's Raining Blood in there. Mm. Mm-hmm, that's a great I'm, choice. I'm a diehard metalhead, and also it says blood, and that was just the first thing that came to mind. Okay, so you like songs about blood, but you don't like actual blood? Yeah, it's a way for me to like kind of vicariously um, live a life that I don't have of one who's very comfortable with blood. Oh, wow. Yeah. Like escapist. Yeah. Okay. You know, if uh, if I had to choose a song, um, you know how how Breaking Bad had that really nice like they brought back all these old songs from the '60s to mm-hmm. fit the modern themes. I'd probably use um, "I Want to Hold Your Hand" by the Beatles. That's a good one. <laughs> I love it. Because yeah. you're not okay. That's actually very clever because I feel like that's something Boz Lerman would do, which is a huge compliment coming from me. Classic so, Boz. Oh, it yeah. is classic Boz. So, so in that song, it's just saying "Hold your hand," but because it's in the Blood Brothers play, everyone in the audience hears it and understands that it means when your hands have big gashes on them and you're pressing them together to become Blood Brothers. So it like automatically makes it kind of like, um. Like an inside joke, almost. If blood is funny to you, which it is to me. Boz Lorman should direct the feature film of Blood Brothers. And then he can cast, like, fucking Justin Bieber and Kim Kardashian in roles. Oh, my God. That would be great. It's just hip. It's like... Let's bring movies back. You know when movie stars were, like, this, like, untouchable thing... Um, and they didn't necessarily have to be talented, just beautiful. Like, I miss those days. Yeah. I do miss... I, I wish that beauty was rewarded more in society. I feel like beautiful people don't I get enough know. attention. Right? I know. It's hard. I know. I'm <laughs> sick of Steve Buscemi getting all the roles. Like, Boardwalk Empire? It should have been George Clooney. Who else is... Like, he's right. the most handsome Poor George Clooney. When's the last time that guy's had a good role? It's just fucking Hollywood uglification. But you know what? He's so cool, he probably doesn't even care that he hasn't had a role in a long time. You know what I mean? He's just, like, content playing pranks on his friends, like Brad Pitt. Here's a concept for you, Valerie. Tears of a Clown. He may act that way, but then he goes home at the end of the day, and while he's making love to his beautiful model of a wife, like, he's crying. He's like, "This this is so hollow. I wish I wish I was actually respected. Okay. Really doesn't get the respect and the attention that he deserves. Living this life being so ugly, I feel like if he's doing this, like he should be so much better or I should be so much worse. It's nothing it's something isn't right. That's all I know. It doesn't <laughs> seem fair that pieces of shit like David are so successful in the world. Graduating from college Playing video games playing very video well. Games. <laughs> I, I didn't say blessed. you were good at playing video games. I said you were good at playing them a lot. Oh. So it's like <laughs> the amount you play is impressive. <laughs> Not really. That's one of the nicest things anyone has ever said to me. <laughs> wasn't meant to be nice. It's just meant to be a fact about you. I just want people to get to know you. Oh, goodness. You know, hearing facts about my life, 
I treat them as compliments because hearing them out loud, I, I mean, living them every day, it's like, all right, so what? I'm playing video games from noon till midnight, and then I'm <laughs> playing midnight till noon. So what? But when someone verbalizes it, I know that, wow, I am living this life of just, oh, I'm blessed. Well, I'd let's be honest, to be able to do have. that. Instead, I have to work my job. Mm, or I have to yeah. or I have to sit at a desk. That must suck. Yeah, and you get paid money. Oh. It's like it's not very hard, and it fucking sucks. And then once you get the money, what do you do with it? You don't have any time. You got to go to sleep on it. Yeah, like my mat- my mattress is just filled with one dollar bills. Ugh, it doesn't even sound comfortable. It's not like and by the way, what Scrooge McDuck did. Like that's that's not actually possible. You're gonna you're gonna break your cranium. Mm-hmm. When Smaug does it, it's like, well, yeah. I mean, he's giant, is what I feel like. Like I do feel well, like. Yeah, he it's because he's but giant. Scrooge, no. Well, yeah, Scrooge is a Scrooge is a duck, and that's a cartoon, and and cartoons are bullshit because, fucking real life. Like, that's the only thing I'm interested in. I'm sick of all these cartoons perpetuating lies. Sometimes it's nice to live in a fantasy world. Yes. Okay, guys. We're going to talk about our final Blood Brothers topic now. Blood Brothers. The band. The Blood Brothers are a post-hardcore screamo band that formed in Seattle in 1997. The band was created to honor the 10th anniversary of Starbucks Peppermint Mocha. (laughs) What? (laughs) It's just a little... Seattle slash holiday humor for you. Uh, I don't know why they formed, but I assume (laughs) they had their reasons. You know my chemical romance formed because of 9-11, and that is true. I think they realized that singing about vampires might make the terrorists think twice, you know, before uh, attacking us again. Vampires are not an enemy any of us wants to take on. I think even terrorists can agree with me on that. But this podcast is not about my chemical romance, guys, although we could have an episode dedicated to the brothers Gerard and Mikey Way. Could we not? I'll say it. All my other Emperor talk for that you guys, very special day. Do you guys think any bands were formed after the Paris attacks? Oh, I, it's funny. Funny you should say that. Okay. Wow, yeah. what is this? All right. Didn't think of a think. I've been writing a song about uh, Paris. Oh wow. <laughs> I think one terrible side effect of that event is that one night in Paris is no longer an acceptable thing to love. People are just going to think about the terrorist attack. Oh, here we go. Uh, 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 <laughs> Does it sound okay? Oh, you're notes. No. <laughs> <coughs> Can you hear the guitar and the voice clearly? Yeah. Last tango in Paris. Last tango in Paris. Say goodbye to yesterday. Kiss away. Your dreams last tango in Paris. Wow. 
was beautiful. And I moved. That really, with the news that they just killed the last attacker, it makes that hit even harder. You know, the mm -hmm. last, well, Tango down. You know, he's the last Tango, and... It's... They took that Tango down, they did. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Sorry I'm not saying much. I'm just, I'm, I'm too sad. I also noticed you're not putting away your guitar, and that worries me. I, you know what? I was ready for one song about Paris, too. I'm not. I'm really not ready for a second. <laughs> Andrew, right. I'm gonna have to I say. do a whole, whole album's worth of material. <laughs> I was hoping to make some sales tonight. My men's rights activist book isn't really selling the, as much as I'd hoped, and I need to pay the, the toilet bill. <laughs> to pay the toilet bill. Okay. I need to pay the toilet paper before... He leads my children away. What did the What did the toilet say to the bartender uh, when he ordered a drink? He said, "Just Just put it on my toilet bill." Okay. Oh, I'm gonna need to rewrite that joke and incorporate blood somehow. Okay. okay. So he was at the blood bank. All right. All right. It's go. a little different, but sure. If you can't do it at a bar. Let's change the location. Totally change the whole joke. Sure. All right. It's your joke. Take it over. I don't want any more. Do with it what you no, want. No, no, no. No, no, no. But you did decide to tell a joke in the middle of our Blood Brothers podcast. And it doesn't have to do with brothers or blood. Even I though did. you have a toilet and a bar. Which, what do they serve at a bar? A Bloody Mary. You're acting like it can't be done, but it can. And David, I just want more from you because I believe in you. Unlike Jacoby Shaddix, okay, would he encourage you to rewrite this joke? No, he'd just be a yes man. He'd go, oh, no, that joke's good as it is. No, it isn't. Yeah. <laughs> no, it is Pretty not. Sad. Toilet bill? No. Fucking sycophant. Leave Jacoby out of this, all right? This is me, not him, okay? He didn't do anything. Jacoby all up in my business. I'm not going <laughs> to leave him out of my <laughs> I know what David's favorite type of cheese is. Oh, no. Jacoby Jack. <laughs> really? Sorry, I missed that. Jacoby Jack. I knew it was coming, of course. But I did love it. It did. I did love it. Reading about the Blood Brothers led me to some thought-provoking shit, and I'm going to ask you guys... Some questions. Um, now don't stress out. There are no right or wrong answers, um, but their answers oh. make me very mad at you. <laughs> so the Blood Brothers have two lead vocalists. Uh, one vocalist did an interview about the band's breakup in 2007 where he said, We drifted apart, as people do, as people grow into different individuals and have different ideas of where they want to be in their lives. As the years progressed, it became more and more polarized. If something is no longer bringing you joy, it's time to make a change. Oh boy. So my question for you guys is, are there any changes you need to make in your lives? Like what is holding you back? What's no longer bringing you joy? Uh, everyone's watching. We'll all see if you fail. Uh, so that should help you to try harder. I'd really like you guys to dig deep and give me a goal. I don't want this process, this, um, I don't want this podcast to just be a bunch of fluff. I want changes to happen. So if you guys could give me a goal, something you'd like to change in your life, and we could track your process of uh, progress. Why don't you say process? Guys, please forgive me. 
Whoa. <laughs> Please forgive me. So unprofessional. Yeah, I'll say. <laughs> Why did we make her not. host? I'm so sorry. I, I didn't vote for her. Yeah, I just showed up and I'm like, oh, Valerie's hosting? Okay. <laughs> Okay. We should have had a better tiebreaker. Because <laughs> we all voted for ourselves. Yeah. And, and then the tiebreaker was whichever one Valerie wants more. Which yeah, is because... <laughs> Val well, yeah. It was like Valerie odds won and even. because it's ladies first. Well, I'm the one girl. If you play the game odds and evens, you know, it's she's obviously the odd. She's the girl. There's only one of her. There's two, two yeah, guys. Girls, so. girls are odd. Yeah. Like they're like another, they're aliens. It's like they're from the fucking moon. We're from Venus. Everybody knows that. But still, I have to say, if anybody's the odd one in our podcast, it's David. Okay. Yeah, he's You're weird. You're the odd one. <laughs> right. Just, just looking though. I mean, who cares? I'm oh, normal Lord. on the inside. No. Mm. No, no, but no. that's cute that you think that. I'm not going to take that away from you, but no. Mm. Poor mm -hmm. sweet boy. That's so Sorry. sad, isn't it? Andrew's yeah. getting sad. Yeah, I'm pretty sad. I'm sad now. Well, I have my first goal that I want to share, and it's I want to I want to look better. Okay, I'm with you. <laughs> what are um, all the ways? You well, hold on. Whole Val, aren't we supposed to go for attainable things? <laughs> I don't. I'm not oh, saying that I can is look a good like. Point. I'm not saying I can look like a handsome Steve Buscemi or uh, Oliver Oliver Stone. I just no, of course not. But I even just, better, do you think that's even uh, possible for you? Maybe. I mean, you just got a haircut, I and mean, it's like not helping. You know what I mean? So I feel like I, I could wear a hat. Fine. Yeah, I didn't know the Hitler was back in. <laughs> I. Oh, you got him good. <laughs> I'm trying to bring something new to the table, and you guys are... You guys okay, are you could wear a hat, or you could wear a ski mask. Like, we're really <laughs> looking for... Or, or the, even the paper bag with three holes punched in it. I feel like that would be kind of cool. No one's done that in a long time, except, like, so. Shia LaBeouf or whatever, but... Oh, that's that. right. Oh, you know what you could do? You could be the new bucket head. Ooh. Remember how we played guitar for Guns N' Roses? I don't know. I don't think Why I was it KFC? Because. Well, We're not saying you're going to play the guitar. <laughs> you just wear a bucket on your head. That's all he meant. It's. Do you want me, you want me to play the guitar? <laughs> Is that what I heard? <laughs> no. no. I guess I could wear a bucket around. <laughs> Well, I mean, that's a goal. <laughs> you could judge me on my progress. Just if you see me wearing it, then you say good. Good. Make baby steps. <laughs> this is so stupid. All right. <laughs> I do feel like that's an attainable goal, though. That's really good. <laughs> oh, great. <All> right. Well, <laughs> nice. Get the attention off of me, then. Andrew, what do you want to change? I think I need to be um, less attractive. Starting to hinder <laughs> hinder me, just mm -hmm. in my life. Um, people make a, a judgment on me. 
that I'm just some bimbo. Um, just you because can borrow my bucket. Um, I think you need that, buddy. Um, <laughs> but you know, it's like just these big, these big baby blues and my lashes. You know, it's just I feel like anytime I come across someone in my path, you know, they just they come, they have a certain judgment of me. And so I'm thinking of, of going in, maybe getting some cosmetic surgery, like getting uh, <laughs> my my butt fat injected into my cheeks. Okay. Mm-hmm. Maybe you could get your uh, eyelashes surgically removed. That's yeah, a good idea. And I could paste them in a mustache. That would be great. I feel like okay, putting your um putting fat in your cheeks is kind of too normal and you might look adorable like like a little animal or something like a chipmunk. So maybe you want to put the, Damn the it. fat somewhere even weirder. My, even my ideas to make me They're uglier only make me mm-hmm. cuter. So maybe you can inject the fat in your like collarbone area because I feel like that part of you is like very sexy. And I'm sorry to get this way on the podcast because <laughs> But you know, I mean, you're irresistible. We're we all know that, right, David? You can admit that. Maybe I could like give myself a goiter. Oh, that would be interesting. Just stop having salt. It's the iodine and the salt that keeps you from getting goiters. Just stop. And maybe I could like just get a real one. I could put um, like one of those uh, thirsty bird mechanisms in it to make it like pulsate. That's really cool. I love it. Maybe get some like fake veins in there, or just like a tattoo of veins or something. Oh, and I can like have it attached to a hose uh, that goes to a little dropper in my pocket, and when I squeeze it, like pus shoots out. That is so cool. I love it. It's like the squirting flower thing. It's just like a little um, disgusting prank. You know what I think is really unattractive is like a distended belly, like the kind you get from not eating. Yeah, that's that's a tragedy. Um, Well, sure, but it's also an attractive. (laughs) So if you could get a little bit of that. I feel like it's mostly children who has it. I don't think kids are listening to podcasts right now. You, you know what's really out right now are uh, colostomy bags. So maybe just they carry one are. of those around. They're surprisingly they out. Anymore, right? Yeah. I feel like if they came in fun colors or something, like maybe they'd be yeah. back in. But yeah. we don't want that. Take advantage of this time where they are like, ugh, nobody wants them. Yes, make sure it's a clear one, and then just carry around a costly bag. It doesn't have to really be attached to it. Swing it around. I'm sick of having to hide my colostomy bag. (laughs) Oh. I feel like all the people who have been hitting on you, like if they knew you had that, that would at least knock you down a peg. No, because I'm I'm twirling it on my finger when I get really into a conversation with someone, like a keychain. Okay, and, and so only, that's kind of sexy. And it only like, makes them like me more because of the confidence that I have. Oh, mm-hmm. you can't be too confident about having a colostomy bag. That's a big but thing. really, it's just I'm not thinking about it. Okay, I'm, I have, I'm a fucking that's still dummy. that's confidence. That's right. confidence. Anybody else would be insecure about it. So just the fact that you don't think it's a big deal in those moments, like that's what confidence is. If your colostomy bag was half hidden, all right, and it made the appearance that you wanted it hidden, maybe people would think you're confident. 
You know? That would make you look insecure. I think That'd I, be embarrassing. It doesn't know. I feel bad. I see it a little bit. I think we all wear colostomy bags in our day-to-day, in our interactions with people, and we just don't admit it. And the oh, only, I actually the only don't. time that we that we do admit it is on Halloween. Yeah, no, I actually I don't. I don't wear a colostomy bag at all. I think that's interesting that you say that. Um I don't know how much you've thought about this, but I actually don't. David, do you? Well, I mean, <laughs> of course. I, am I supposed to just okay. go into the toilet? It's <laughs> okay. Uh, so I'm the, I'm the weirdo here. I didn't realize. I mean, I know oh, all my Mrs. friends and Rockefeller family. Rockefeller can afford to buy toilet paper. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, she probably could. I don't really know why you're bringing her up right now, but um, but I think you're right. Guys, um, okay, I'm, I think we should go to the next question. This is a really good one, and you guys are going to like it a lot, okay? Oh. Um, <laughs> you're going to really, 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 really like it. Okay. Oh, okay. Let's, uh, mm-hmm. let's keep yeah. waiting it. Just that I thought about it is going to make me more attractive to you. Oh. Okay, so, and David... Maybe you half listen. You know what I mean? I don't really need you coming at me in that way. Andrew, lean in. Uh, I found (laughs) the other lead vocalist, Johnny Whitney, went on to start a clothing company with his wife, Amy Carlson. Uh, So my question is, why didn't she take his last name? Is it a control thing? Is she just being difficult? Why is she doing this to him? She, maybe she was, like, on her period on their wedding day. <laughs> yeah. You know, sometimes the first thought is the right thought, and that was my first thought, too, but I just want to check with you guys. Yeah. You know, this new thing, girls not changing their name for Facebook, it's so, like, their old boyfriends can find them, and I bet she's cheating mm-hmm. on them. I bet you she is. I didn't you know even think of that. That's probably true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And these girls who don't want to get joint accounts with their boyfriend once they oh. get married, it's like, it's okay. Hmm. Are you in a relationship or no? Like, I don't understand why you think it's so important to hold on to your own identity. Unless you want your exes contacting you. Is that what this is? Yeah. Um, yeah, like, David, I'm right there with you. Yeah. Like, that way, the husband has to go and sift through their credit card statements, like, that they try and shred. He doesn't like, have oh, time for right. that. And they find yeah. the PayPal transactions, sending money to their ex. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Who would send money to their to their ex or anyone they like? Who would use PayPal? It's Venmo. It's, yeah, it's, it's old world, you know? Yeah. Just like cheating, really. We don't need it anymore. I think we've evolved past it. No, don't say that. I've been, I've been feeling like cheaters is going to get canceled. And I don't want that. Well... I'm next in line to host. I mean, I think that show's never going to get canceled. That's one of those those generation generational shows that doesn't go away. It's like uh, Law and Order. Duty, yeah, Law and Order. Duty, or or just like cops. You know, it's as long as we're alive, we need to watch these shows to show the criminals, to show the cheaters, to show the rapists. Yeah. That's that's my favorite part of cheaters. Yeah. Um, but it's just it just seems like another inevitability. It's just yet another hosting job uh, gra- snatched out of my grasp. 
Well, I mean, didn't the host get stabbed or something? Like, do you really want to put yourself in that kind of those kind of dangerous situations? Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, well, okay. Is there anything different you would do with that hosting job? I feel like maybe if you were less aggressive or something, uh, maybe people wouldn't take it out on you so much. Well, I would, I would just linger more on on the the shots of the intercourse. Um, okay. I would push push for a TVMA. Um, that's actually a really good idea. Like I would watch that show. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Yeah. No, I I would also like if you could like try and pick up the person who got cheated on. Oh my like, god, that's show. a great idea. Really inappropriate touching, like yeah. Yes. Oh like, yeah. I'm here for you, and then well, like kind of wink. And, like, well, like you know, I my Facebook news feeds like whenever I see a girl posting about it, it's like oh my man was no good, you know everything's over, and and they have the um, Melanie Brown is now single. Like, you know, of course I'm messaging her. I'm like, baby, I'm so sorry that that man treated you like that, straight up dirty. Is I'm Melanie fine. Brown Mel B from Spice Girls? <laughs> like, yeah, right? Gary Spice? <laughs> I may or may not have messaged Mel B when she broke up with Eddie Murphy. Uh, yeah. Interesting. Okay. Hey, I mean, that's some experience to bring into your hosting role, I guess. Uh, yeah. Oh, you nice. Tried uh, to be thanks a for cheater. salting the wound, David. So, what did you say in your message? Like, when these women, you know, talk about this painful experience or fighting with their the man they love, what do you say to them? Uh, sup, pooty. Sorry, your man was rotten. Y'all ever need real love? Um, throw your digits my way. Give you give you the truth in my kiss. Signed, Andrew. P.S. I love you. Wow. wow. See, that would That's win a strong over. finish. Yeah. yeah. I don't know and how on Facebook, they can see your pick. Yeah, no, I don't know how anybody could resist it. What did Mel B say? She didn't She didn't go for it, or...? Um, it, it said scene. At least she gave you a shot, you know? Guys, <laughs> now we're going to talk about album titles and song lyrics. I'm going to get you guys to give me some one-word answers. So I can fill in the blanks, and we're going to see if you can match these fun Blood Brothers album titles, or if you're going to create some new titles of your own. Um, let me just get a pin out, and I hope you can hear this whole process of me looking for uh, a Valerie's, pin. Valerie's reaching into her bucket of chips. <laughs> her fell in there. Hey, there it is. Oh, the cap came off, you guys. <laughs> oh, okay. Such great Easter eggs for the viewers. <laughs> they love it. Hi, guys. Okay, album one. There are five total. Give me a word for cheating. Stealth so boning. Okay. Do you, is this like a Mad Lib? Kind of, yes. Ooh, this uh, is fun. Give me a word to describe fruit. Oh, sweet treat. Okay. Now the album title you two created is The Stealth Boning is Sweet Treat. <laughs> now the real album the, the title is Fruit. The real album title is <laughs> The Adultery is Ripe. Oh. 
Okay. All right. Let's see if we can get a little closer for album two. Oh, okay. Give me a month. It's, this is yours, Andrew. Just no, Dave, it's all you, buddy. Is this, you guys, just oh, name a man. month. So many months to choose from. Um, <laughs> There's yeah. 12. It's not that many. I know I'm going to go, but I'm giving them you know, I, I, I got one. It's uh, a little homage to my favorite song by Green Day, uh, September. Okay. Oh, my God. That song is sad. Mm. Oh, my gosh. Wake me up when September ends because September 11th. You guys, I was tutoring some kids today, and I made a great joke. One of them said 9-11. We were reading a story, and instead of saying the year 1911, he kept saying 9-11. So another kid said to him, you said 9-11 twice. And I said, oh, be careful. Can't say it a third time or else. And then I stopped, and they were like, wait, wait, wait. What are you saying? You can't say it a third time. And I was like, oh, I just realized I can't make that joke to you guys. And they were like, what? Someone's not going to bomb us if we say 9-11 three times. But it was great. They caught on. their high schoolers. Do not tutor high school kids. They'll understand your jokes that you should not be saying to them that you could probably fire for. Guys, next one. Something a blanket might be. Something a blankie might be. Snuggly. Snuggly. I love it. And it's so much cuter coming from that face. It's the alliteration, too. It's what? The alliteration as well. Gotta keep September it with and Snuggly? Okay. Yeah. Let's see if you guys can do that for the next one. I don't know. A word from a Clive Owen movie title. Shoot. Shoot him up. Per- perfect alliteration. Thanks. Excellent. <laughs> a different consonant sound. Right, but Perfect. it does start oh, with us. Oh, that's not what it is. Automatopoeia, is that what it is? Almost, it's almost. <laughs> I actually did just learn recently that it was the sound and not just the letter. I didn't know oh, that. I used to be as dumb as David is. I love you, David. But like a friend. Right. Just like a friend. Okay, so the album title you guys created is September on Snuggly Shoot. Is this fun? Is this fun? The actual album title is March on Electric Children. I'm so sorry to anyone listening to this. Okay. The descriptor for a blanket was supposed to be electric? Yes. (laughs) Album three. And try not to mess it up this time, you guys. Something cigarettes do. Kill. Okay. Excellent. This could be... The right word. A musical instrument. A musical instrument. This is right up your alley, Andrew. Don't blow it. David? Um, Okay, no, sure. Why wouldn't David do it? This is ridiculous. A (laughs) A place you'd bring three things if you were stranded there. A desert island. Okay. Okay, seems a little obvious, but uh, sure. So the album title you guys created is Kill Xylophone Desert Island Kill, and the real title is Burn Piano Island Burn. So you're close. You guys are getting there. Album four, something illegal. Give me something illegal. Crime. Oh, shit. The actual album title is Crimes. Oh, baby, I love it. Wow. Oh, Why are you God. asking? He's one of their biggest fans. 
He yeah. obviously knows. I, got, I got Wikipedia cheat. open on my phone. Dexter don't cheat. And now for the album we've all been waiting for. Album 5. Name a favorite, Neil. Oh, man. So many Neils. Oh. oh, Neil? I thought it was Meal. I was going to say Corn. No. Neil Corn. That's a good answer. Okay. No, I do like Neil Corn. Name a goddamn favorite Neil. It's an N. It's a name. Neil. Sadaka. Okay. Terrible answer. And a famous Danny Trejo movie. Oh, man. Don't say Machete. Um, Machete 2, Machete Kills. There you go. Okay, the album title you created is Sadaka Machete Kills. The actual album title is Young Machetes. So, feel like you could have got it if you'd have wow. been trying it all, but, but why would you try? Why try? Why try? I didn't understand. I thought the point was to try to guess them, but then... When I said what I thought was a right answer, you insulted me for being obvious. <laughs> it seems no, there's it was, no way to you, Valerie. That was playful. No, that was playful. Because oh. I like these at Desert Island. Mm. That was I, that I don't like Mad Libs when there's a right answer. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? I don't like <laughs> playing around with friends like when insults are involved. I can give you compliments. <laughs> oh, baby, if you want compliments... <laughs> Little mama gonna bring them. But <laughs> every time I compliment you, you make that face. You go, ew. And it's like, I know the people listening can't hear it, but I can see it, and it does hurt my feelings. So just maybe for next time, don't make a face if you want compliments. So how many did you guys get right? What about the people playing at home? <laughs> guys, the last thing I want to talk about, my <laughs> it's my favorite Blood Brothers song. And its lyrics, we're really going to pick them apart. First, I want to tell you the titles of the runners-up from a favorite song. Those titles are Rats and Rats and Rats for Candy. I like that one. Um, and it feels like it was like made like a children's song that was commissioned by Decon or something. Um, and, you know, just recently, the exterminators Clark visited my five-year-old nephew's school. And he got, he came home with a Clark tote bag and he got to hold a cockroach. <laughs> I just feel like that's a little fucking weird. But this is so, this really is possible. Decon makes The hero fun. exterminator comes to school and all the kids clamor up to him. It's like, please, let us, can we hold a roach? All right, all right, kids. Come on. Right, go, is this going to happen at every school? <laughs> Don't ask me to hold a roach. All right, oh, well, here I, I go. I got one in my pocket. I wish he was my dad. Oh, me too. My dad's just a wrestler. I hate my dad. Oh, well, because that wrestler dad's probably also abusive. Like, you're acting like the kid hates him just because of his job. That's probably not why, though. It's maybe no, he's mean no, to his mom or something. Would, would, was the kid supposed to say, my dad, I hate my dad? <laughs> At least he hits me. I mean, he put it into, like, children's terms in his, like, cute voice. My like, father abuses me, and I hate him for it. <laughs> Is that Mickey Mouse? 
Uh, one of my kids. No, it's Mickey from Blood Brothers. <laughs> the role I wanted to play. <laughs> Why did you want to be the poor guy? Just to see how the other half lives. So you. Could... <laughs> oh jeez. You just wanted to do a voice. You don't even understand the, the the strife that that character went through. Yeah, it's all about the voice. Okay, yeah, that's what poor people are to him. They're just little little funny voices. It's ridiculous. Being poor isn't I'm, an affectation. I'm I'm a hobo. What's wrong with this fucking hobo? <laughs> How old is this goddamn hobo? I'm twenty. Twenty? <laughs> Do you have like a disease? I don't understand. I grew up listening to Louis Armstrong records in the orphanage. Okay, when you sang so, along, I don't mean I don't get it. So that's how you think people talk? It was I was in isolation chamber. All oh, I had wow. was my Louis records. So can you even feel love? Because I don't... The only, the only time I've ever been in love was when I heard those first few notes of La Vie Rose. Okay, that's really... That's really sad. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't... And now you're homeless. Like, you were in foster care and now you're homeless. Are you addicted yeah. to drugs? That's pretty common. The only drug I'm addicted to is the swinging tunes of Louis Armstrong. <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> so you just took on his voice because you liked his music so much? Well, it's the, it's the only voice I've ever heard. Okay. Yeah, that's probably doing some, some damage to your vocal cords. Have you just been wearing headphones for 20 years? It was part, it was part of a social experiment. And I guess now I'm kind of more like John C. Riley. Uh, <laughs> I'm actually I'm John C. Riley's kid. He dropped me off at the orphanage. <laughs> okay. How did your Got voice change like that? Is that just from like adapting to hearing us? Yeah. Now that I'm actually hearing another human being talk for the first time, I am like I'm learning how to use my regular voice. Wow. What's your name? John. John what? Wait, yeah, I'm John. John, John C. <laughs> Riley Jr. You know, I feel like you might be a pathological liar, and just because you can do voices doesn't mean you're, like, a great guy. You're I am... Um, I'm like Leonardo DiCaprio's character in Catch Me If You Can. I'm a master liar. And you two are just another one of my pawns in my, my game to, to deceive people in believing that I'm a hobo and also John C. Riley's son. The perfect crime. Goodbye. I didn't know he was British. No, I really, I had no idea he was British. Wow. That's fucked okay. up. I That's... saw that. Wow. What, he just drive away on his Vespa? Yeah. <laughs> How did that homeless guy get a Vespa? Wow, it wasn't a homeless He's guy. He's not it homeless. Was, it was Leo DiCar DiCaprio. Not Leo da Vinci, like I almost just said. <laughs> <laughs> that was it. Was actually Leonardo DiCaprio. I just thought he compared himself to his character in Catch Me If You Can. Wow. <laughs> no, it was British Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> well, Leonardo may as well be British because he's such a fine actor. When's he gonna get his Oscar? When's it gonna happen? I can't believe he doesn't have one. Every other good actor has one. So maybe he's really not a good actor. Have you thought about that? Oh, I guess that's true. Uh -huh. If he was oh. a good actor, he'd have an Oscar. Therefore, not a good oh, actor. Yeah. Well, 
And it makes it easy for his stomach, so... Yeah, okay, he's not a good actor. All right, cool, let's move on. Guys, another fun title of one of uh, Blood Brothers' songs is Ambulance versus Ambulance. And uh, for me, I feel like that sounds like a a cool video game you'd find in the clearance bin at Toys R Us. But also, can I tell you guys something I saw the other day? I saw an ambulance all fucked up on the back of, like, a tow truck, got fucking smashed in, and I was like, dang, imagine seeing that. You'd be like, who's going to protect me? That's terrible. I I did that. You did that? What do you mean you did that? Because I fell off my motorcycle, and... My neck was broken. Like when I stood up, it was like hanging off the side. Okay. And the ambulance came. They were like, oh, we need to take you to the hospital. I'm like, no, I'm walking this off. And they like kept, sir, I insist. We have to put you in a neck brace. I punched them. And I punched oh, wow. They soared away into the horizon. And then I punched their truck. And the pieces of it fell off and it blew up. So are you the Incredible Hulk or or you just it was in that moment that strength just well you know how like when mothers they see their their baby trapped under a car right um and how that happened i don't know but <laughs> and so they get the superhuman strength to like lift it off well mm-hmm. my 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 pride is like my baby oh, okay wow when you yeah. fell off your motorcycle just had to yeah wow. and then and then i just <laughs> wow and, and that I, seems I can't really... feel anything below my waist, but whatever. That's kind of sexy too. I know women like strength, and uh, do you get oh, any yeah. uh, I'll, I'll getting numbers I'll, from I'll, that? I'll, I'll compress you, okay. like a Looney Tunes cartoon. I'll like turn you into an accordion. Mm-hmm. I think he got one number. It was nine one one. Oh, David. <laughs> no, I David. I'm sorry. That was too soon. <laughs> No, it's right. just you're, you're bad. You're bad. You are a bad boy. I know. I know. I can't <laughs> help it. That's adorable. See, that's something you have going for you. I feel like, like once you get that bucket on your head and you have jokes like that, like very you charming. are, yeah, you got a little more to offer oh. the world. I'm thinking about it. I'll I'll show you guys the progress next week. Guys, my favorite song by Blood Brothers is called Trash Flavored Trash. I believe the song was featured in the Broadway musical You're in Town, uh, the musical. Uh, that's what? another joke, this time not Seattle or holiday related. It's just silly. Please Whoa. chill out, Andrew. Okay? That's the real name of a musical. You're in Town is no, the real name. I know. Name. I've seen it twice. It's, it's, it's just the reference is very oblique. Okay. I'm very in with you. It, it's, the song is called Trash Flavored Trash, and there's a musical called You're in Town. Like, urine and trash don't yeah, like I go know. together. But like... Okay. Now for the lyrics. I'm going to read you guys the lyrics to this song, and then we're going to go through them, and I want you guys to tell me what you think about them, what they make you feel, Okay. There's a girl in a cage making love to a switchblade. There's a priest in shackles building bombs out of Bibles. I want to wear the skin of a magazine baby. Take me to the pit of celebrity pregnancies. The five o'clock news is a fucking fantasy. I stole the rice from the beggar's death bowl. I told a widow that she was beautiful. There's a girl behind chicken wire coughing up ghosts. <laughs> now, 
I love your thoughts on these lyrics. Just pick them apart, dissect them, analyze them, I, go to town. I, no. I just want to say, this is one of the most brilliant songwriters I've ever heard of. What a lyric. Well, yeah, it's very erotic to think about a woman putting a knife inside her. Oh. But the thing that I take issue with is taking rice out of a person's death bowl. Like, the death bowl is one of the few <laughs> dignities that we get in our lives. It's like when, we are, when we're suffering, you know, of course a priest comes by, presents us with our death bowl, it's full of rice. <laughs> and I, of course, have brown rice because it's my glycemic index. Mm-hmm. And, and just the fact, it's like, it's like taking candy from a baby, but worse. <laughs> right. right. Taking rice from a baker's death bowl. That is pretty low. Wow. Yeah, you know, death bowls, I agree with you. They're just one of the few things that we have left. You know, you have the grave where your body is buried, and right above it you have the death bowl, and you mark your grave with a death bowl. And right. for someone to come by and take the rice out of it, it just takes all the meaning out of your life. That death bowl is for your family members to, to draw from when they come to visit your grave because it replenishes with your spirit. <laughs> mm-hmm. And it's the best tasting rice. Oh, it can't beat it. Because it's, it, it's organic. I mean, it's made from us. It's made from the heavens. Mm, yes. You know what's fucked up, though? I heard they were going to make people start replacing the rice with bird seed because birds ate the rice and it killed them because it puffed up in their stomach. Oh, my God. Here comes the, the PC police again, here to mm. haul me off in the fucking back of their cop car. Ugh. But now I'm going to break the handcuffs. Oh, you probably punch could. Through, punch through the back if and punch through the cop's involved. head. Pull it back in that guy's brain. It's pulsing. His brain is it's pulsing? Okay. Yeah. Is it beating? But you're, you're going to get blood all over your hand if you do that. You know, I kind of like, kind of got a taste for it now. Oh, wow. And if you have a cut on your hand, you guys are blood brothers. Hey, there we go. And then I get his power. Yeah. Ooh. I mean, and then I, I get to be a cop. Oh, that would be neat. That's like him face-off. And you get to, like, sleep with his wife and live his life and everything. Yeah. Wow. It's an American dream to sleep with a cop's wife. They're usually really hot, like um, Eva Mendez in that Vin Diesel movie. The other guys. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, know who guys. my favorite cop wife is? Ooh, tell uh, me, David. I want to hear. You know, not a, she wasn't a wife yet, but she was um, the departed, the... Uh, what oh, was yes. Vera Familia? Vera Farmiga. Farmiga, sure. Mm-hmm. Vera uh, Farmiga. You guys both are so wrong. It's Vara, Vara Farmiga. Yeah. Yeah, very familiar. She she has probably the me, worst... Me familia. Right. It means I, my family. I, I could never conjugate, right? I could never do it. Um, she, she had the worst Boston accent I've ever seen in a film. Hi. What the fuck are you talking about? It was basically like that. I'm sick and tired of all these firefighter queers. I love a Boston accent on a woman. Uh, I do feel like um, Minnie Driver in Good Will Hunting 
shouldn't have had her British accent. She should have had a sexy Boston accent. Regular right? sized driver could have done that role. That is really rude to say about her name. Um, but <laughs> but I do have to say, you know what? Mickey came up earlier, and now we're talking about Minnie, and I do like this. I do like it. Yeah, I can tell you're positively beaming. <laughs> I'm just so happy. <laughs> I'm so happy this came up. Your <laughs> I, am. I am. I went there recently with my friend Andrew, who is not one of the hosts of this podcast. Whew. Different Andrew. We had a great time together. Wow. It was so fun. What did you guys do? Uh, we rode a bunch of rides. It was what? great. And he ate apple Holy slices shit. in a churro. It was adorable. What a novelty. Wow. I know. And I went. I used the bathroom like ten times because well, yeah. I have a weird anxiety problem. Yeah. So, guys, my favorite line um, in those lyrics was, "There's a girl behind chicken wire coughing up ghosts," because it really it like okay, I'm not an artist, but it makes me want to draw. Do you know what I mean? Like I just like feel right. inspiration. Like I need to. See this on paper. I well, need... she ate from the death bowl. Well, okay. That, okay, now that does make sense. If she wow. ate the rice from the death bowl, of course she's coughing up ghosts. I mean, I know you guys are approaching these lyrics from a humorous slant, but I get them. Well, yeah, I mean, you're the musician here. <laughs> I'm not surprised. Yeah. Speaking of. Oh good God! Okay. So the line, the line I called a widow pretty. Uh huh. I told. How what? nice is that? That's so sweet. But you know what? Actually, the prettiest bachelorette was a widow. So it's like well, sometimes widows are just like young and pretty, and their husband was like in NASCAR. You know what I mean? Like, cause that's what happened with her. She was very young. She was a widow when she was like nineteen. She's still hot as fuck. I don't see what that has to do with anything. Sometimes widows are dangerous. When, when, oh, they're, yeah. when they're black, because they're mm -hmm. a spider, and they have, the or... they have the poisonous bite. I really don't want to bring race into this. David. And you know the most common, like, most female serial killers are either black widows, which means they kill, like, their husbands, or they're nurses who kill their patients, which is mm. not related to what you just said, but let's say that part anyway, because why wouldn't you? Well, like it's like that. The, that spider, the candy striper. Yes, <laughs> just like that spider, the candy striper. <laughs> um, I the do. This is patient. not. <laughs> it's like, Did you does just it matter burp, Andrew? Played... It's just so rude, so unprofessional. So what? Wow. Okay, guys, I don't have anything else to say about Blood Brothers. Do you guys have any uh, any last thoughts? Anything well, to say about us? Anything to say about the return of our podcast? Anything? I'd just like to plug my Twitter. Mm -hmm. David? Um, I'd like to plug r slash Jacoby Shaddix. Uh, it's going really well. It's, mm -hmm. If you're not going to follow his Instagram, follow my subreddit. Um, it's growing really fast. Um, I think we got eight, eight, eight followers now. Um, Subscribers. I, I changed it to followers. I like... I, I, Made my own uh, subreddit style. It's kind of annoying. It's more like a cult that way. I like it. Support yeah. you. Because mm -hmm. it is. It really is. It's a cult of personality. you got to follow this man. He's such a, a big song. personality. 
Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, and that song was made by a uh, brother. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. <laughs> hey, foreshadowing for our next episode. Hey. All right, well, uh, thanks for listening, guys. Fuck off or whatever, I don't care. Bye. Thank you.